It's the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. This Locked On Podcast is brought to you by Home Chef. Now that the novelty of the new year has dwindled down, how are your resolutions coming? One of mine was to order less, take out, cook more at home. But I'll be honest, I haven't been consistent. That is until I found Home Chef. Home Chef provides fresh ingredients and chef-designed recipes conveniently delivered to your doorstep to simplify the cooking experience and without robbing you of the joy of putting a dish together yourself. I'm Pescatarian, and they cater to a variety of dietary needs. I had this super refreshing ginger sesame salmon, a beautiful trout dish, and a super comforting shrimp and vegetable orzo dish, all of which took me less than 30 minutes to put together. For a limited time right now, Home Chef is offering all of our listeners 18 free meals plus free shipping on your first box, and free dessert for life at homechef.com slash locked on. That's homechef.com slash locked on for 18 free meals and free dessert for life. Homechef.com slash locked on must be an active subscriber to receive free dessert. Jackson Gatlin here, host of the Monday edition Locked On NBA podcast. Every Monday, I cover the three biggest stories in the NBA with the local experts from Locked On. It's an awesome recap of the weekend of the NBA and a look at what's ahead. Mark your calendars on Monday to join me for Locked On NBA podcast, available on YouTube and wherever you get your podcasts. You are Locked On Magic, your daily Orlando magic podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. And you are indeed Locked On Magic. Today is August 4th, 2021. My name is Philip Ross. I'm the expert insight editor over at OrlandoMagicDaily.com. Of course, follow me on Twitter at R underscore OMD. On today's episode of Locked On Magic, we're going to talk about the big man rotation because the Magic have made a move. Talk about the free agent signing of Robin Lopez, why he is really the perfect fit for the Orlando Magic and what they need. And what that means for the upcoming season for Wendell Carter and Mo Bamba. We'll get to all that coming up here in just a moment. But before we do any of that, I do want to remind you all to check out all the great podcasts on the Locked On Podcast Network by searching every download podcast for Locked On and the team you're looking for. Just like this podcast here covering the Orlando Magic with excruciating detail, this podcast covering every single team in the NBA with the same level of care and detail that you can only find from a local expert who knows our team best. Want the lowdown on, say, the Miami Heat after all the big moves they've made this offseason or the Chicago Bulls? After they acquired DeMar DeRozan, check out Locked on Heat, Locked on Bulls, or whatever team you're looking for. Whether it's in the NBA, NFL, NHL, MLB, or college, too, there is a Locked On podcast for you. Search for every download podcast for Locked On and the team you're looking for. The Locked On Podcast Network. It's your team every day. On the first day of free agency, the Orlando Magic were the only team in the league that did not add a new player. That, 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 I, I get it. All the memes are out. The you know the poking the, the dead body with the stick saying, do something. I get it. And the Magic have not been known for being super active in free agency. But in fairness to them, very limited resources this year. By my calculations, the Magic had about 7 to $8 million cap room. Functionally, that is much lower with all the cap holes that the Magic kept on their books. Um, and so they didn't. They really only had the non-taxpayer MLE or the room exception, or they had only had the exceptions to work with. That on top of that, the Magic already had 13, 13 players on their roster, including Dwayne Bacon, whose guarantee is coming up later this week. And on top of all that, the Magic are a rebuilding team that wants to make sure their young guys have plenty of room and latitude to grow. This was not a team that was going to play free agency. This was not a team that was going to add very many players. Uh, uh, this offseason, just not in the plans, not part of what this group is trying to do, not part 
of what this team is trying to accomplish. That's okay. That's not a bad thing. Um, I, I just want that to be perfectly clear. The Magic are set to have a bunch of cap room coming up next year. Um, it, depending on how quickly the team advances, that could be when the Magic make a free agent play. I don't think it will be, but I, you definitely want to leave that door open. So the Magic were going to kind of work on the fringes again. Um, it just depended on who they were going to add and, and who they could convince to come to a rebuilding team. Well, we finally have our answer, and the Orlando Magic, I think, found a really good fit for the team that's going to help them both this year and keep them pretty nimble heading into next season as well. Adrian Wojnarowski was the first report. It was later confirmed by Josh Robbins of The Athletic or by other reporters from The Athletic. The Orlando Magic will sign Robin Lopez to a one-year, $5 million contract. Nothing crazy. Maybe a little bit of an overpay on Robin Lopez. That's what you have to do to get players to, to get good veteran players to come to rebuilding franchises. Uh, and the Magic get uh, the third center that they need. They absolutely need a third center with only Wendell Carter and Mo Bamba. And considering their injury histories, a, a veteran center was needed. They needed a veteran player. This is a pl- player who's been in the league 10 plus years, knows the ins and outs of the league. It's going to be really good in the locker room and does everything else that the Magic would need. This was, to me, a really smart, really good signing. I wasn't expecting anything long-term. A one-year deal, kind of just let him, let him come in, be a good influence, play when you need him. Uh, that, that's, that's all the Magic needed, fr- needed from this, this selection or from this draft pick. The Magic got that. Robin Lopez, by all accounts, is a great teammate. Um, you know, Certainly everyone knows him for the fun that he has with NBA mascots. It's going to be fun for, to watch him have fun with stuff instead of against stuff. Um, but Lopez is a solid defender, good positional defender, good rim protector. Um, not a shot blocker, but a good rim protector. Solid offensive rebounder. He's got a rudimentary but reliable offensive game average. Nine points per game last year for the Wizards. Played in 71 of 72 regular season games. There, Honestly, there is not a lot to be upset about in, in signing Robin Lopez. Um, yes, you know, again... This is small stuff where we're talking about an end, you know, someone that's going to be coming off the bench. The Magic should not start him. I, if he's starting, something's gone terribly wrong. Um, but this is a signing that's just a value signing. It's a good veteran to have in the locker room and just a, a really quality, quality guy to have. It's a guy who's a proven NBA player, uh, and that's all the Magic need from the position. Um, by all accounts, the Magic are probably going to stick with Mo Bamba as the backup center. Uh, I would give him the inside track. But for sure... If Carter or Bamba have to miss time, both have struggled with injuries in their three years in the NBA so far. Lopez can step in and start. He can play you know, solid minutes off the bench. The Magic are in good shape with Lopez as this backstop for the team. And then, you know, worst comes to worst, you trade him at the trade deadline. It's not the end of the world. It's just a one-year deal. There is no loss. The Magic keep their cap, their cap, flexibi- cap flexibility for 2022. They can't be too upset with this, with this signing. Um, the only people that might be the only way you might be upset is you expected the Magic to do more. Um, I've seen some people say like, "Why are the Magic doing more? Why aren't the Magic being more active?" And you know, I do think that they'll they'll hit the trade market here in a bit. I think they wanted to wait for the first wave of free agents to sign. Uh, teams that missed maybe on a shooter would then come calling to them. That's when the Magic can act there. Um, so I don't think this the Magic are necessarily done. They could be, but I don't think they're necessarily done. Um, what the Magic got in Lopez was they filled a really big need. They had two injury-prone centers or two centers who have struggled with injuries in their early careers. 
They added a veteran center for support. They added a veteran to a young roster that just needs some guidance. And that's that. Could you be upset that maybe this means that Mobamba isn't the clear-cut backup center? Sure. Robin Lopez can still play. He can still give you quality backup center minutes. Um, will that happen with this Magic team? Will Bamba get the inside track? Uh, I would assume so, but I'm not sure. And, you know, again, maybe there's a little bit of lack of faith in Bamba. He hasn't really proven that he can be a reliable center option. So the Magic will stick with Lopez, to have Lopez there as a, a kind of insurance insurance guy. Certainly Lopez will probably enjoy uh, being close to Disney and, and, and being in his own home. Uh, the Lopez is both... Robin and Brooke um, own a house together uh, out by Disney property. Again, this is a this is a not a cosmetic signing. This is an important signing. The Magic needed that third center. They needed a veteran. They got both in this signing, and, and I think this is a real home run. This though does raise the big questions about what the Magic are going to do at center, and I think it's really important now that we take some time to discuss it because there was one other rumor that came out on Monday. We did not talk about it very much yesterday. I want to talk about it now. Wendell Carter and his extension. We'll talk about what the role is for Wendell Carter coming up here in just a moment. But first, Built Bar has so many delicious flavors. So many delicious flavors. Whether you want a fruity flavor like raspberry, a chocolatey flavor like double chocolate. That's that's really chocolate. Your German chocolate. Or just a good candy flavor like cookies and cream. Built Bar has the flavors that you want. And guess what? They taste exactly like what they say on the box. Not only are they good tasting though, they are also healthy for you too. 17 to 18 grams of protein. Calories ranging from 130 to 180. Only four to five grams of sugar. Only four to five grams of net carbs. These are not meal replacement bars that you would see from typical protein bars that, that you get at the grocery store. These are really good, really awesome snack bars. You know, supplement bars. You come off the workout, you got to get ready for the rest of your day. Grab a bar, replenishes your energy, gets you ready to go, gives you all the protein you need. Built Bar is the official protein bar of the U.S. track and field team. So all those gold medals the U.S. are winning, powered by Built Bar. That's, that's something. Go to Built.com and use promo code LOCK15 and you'll get 15% off your order again. Use promo code LOCK15 for 15% off at Built.com. The NBA playoffs are right around the corner and Locked On NBA is here daily to keep you caught up with all the late season drama. Every Monday, Jackson Gatlin rounds up the three biggest stories around the league helping to break down the NBA playoffs. Mark your calendars to listen to Locked On NBA every Monday to be up to date. Locked On NBA, available on YouTube and wherever you get podcasts. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. So there haven't been much rumblings about the Magic in free agency, but there was one thing that came out on Monday that that is worth reviewing just a little bit or just at least touching on here. Matt Moore of the Action Network uh, uh, reported or or, or surmised that uh, executives around the league do believe the Orlando Magic are going to extend Wendell Carter. Um, And they believe that he will get north of $70 million. A four-year $70 million deal is about $17.5 million per season. Um, This news was... Both surprising and not surprising. Um, surprising in that, A, it seems like it's something that's that's going to happen fairly quickly. Um, you know, we did see at the deadline on Monday uh, on Monday night or Tuesday morning, uh, Trey Young and Shea Gilders-Alexander signed their max extensions. Uh, typically with rookie extensions, 
you don't see players sign until the deadline in October. Um, and I was not, I would not have expected anything Wendell Carter to get done before then. Because frankly, I'm not sure Wendell Carter has proven that he's worth a $17.5 million per year contract. Um, I don't think he's at that level quite yet. Um, and I did think that he probably needed to play out this season before the Magic really commit to him long-term. Because again, you look at what the Magic have done, they're in this rebuild, they're trying to limit their long-term contracts. The only guys with long-term contracts are the guys they really believe in. That would be Jonathan Isaac. That would be Markel Fultz. That would be the two rookies who signed rookie-scale deals on Monday, on Tuesday in Jalen Suggs and Franz Wagner. The Magic don't have a lot of long-term commitments. Terrence Ross's deal expires at the end of next season. Gary Harris is a free agent at the end of the season. Wendell Carter Mobamba, obviously free agents at the end of the season. There, there isn't much sense to make any long-term financial commitments unless you are sure that those players will be part of your long-term future. I might be on the minority of this, but I, do th- I don't think Wendell Carter's quite at that level yet, although I do think he's a very good player and I do think that he has a role somewhere in the NBA. I don't know if I'm ready to declare him the future starting center for the Orlando Magic. And that's why this rumor was a little strange and a little weird, uh, in my opinion, um, because it doesn't feel like anything's imminent. It doesn't feel like something is destined to happen. Certainly, it can. Certainly, Magic could sit, could look at Wendell Carter, the small sample that they had at the end of the season, what he's done in the offseason so far, and say, nope, we are. We want to make sure we wrap him up now, make sure that he's not going anywhere, that he doesn't get some crazier offer in the offseason. That's always part of the gamble. And remember last last year, we were talking about the Jonathan Isaac extension. We were talking about the Markel Fultz extension in much the same terms. But difference being, you know, yeah, maybe Jonathan Isaac hadn't proven as much or hadn't played as much as Wendell Carter and certainly Markel Fultz hadn't. But we'd seen them in action pretty uh, pretty well. And, and we could pretty much say, okay, like we know Jonathan Isaac is elite at what he does. Let's wrap him up now. Don't let him touch free agency. If you're if you're not going to gain any new information, if you're going to re-sign him, sign him today. Markel Fultz had a great season. Uh, you know, ha- really had a had a great season for the Magic. Got them into the playoffs. Really happy with his development. Got him on a good deal. Um, you know, certainly certainly above a rookie contract deal, but got him on a good deal with a team option on that third year. This was all before the torn ACL, mind you. Um, but the Magic felt like they could get their business done early there. Is that how they feel about Wendell Carter? And that's. A really good question. Um, I don't really have a good answer to that. But you look at Wendell Carter's stats, and they're pretty solid for the most part. Last year with the Orlando Magic in 22 games, Carter averaged 11.7 points and 8.8 rebounds per game. He blocked 0.8 blocks per game and shot a 51% effective field goal percentage. He showed a willingness to shoot, which he was not doing in Chicago. Um, looked pretty effective offensively. Was a really good paint and rim protector. Allowed the Magic to be a little bit more aggressive defensively. Um, and did you know did essentially everything the Magic asked for him. He had a couple little knocks that kept him out, of, out, out, and the Magic weren't in a position to rush him back. Once it was clear that he was done for the year, he was done for the year. No qualms, no, not losing anything about that. Um, that's just how it goes, I suppose. That's just how, how it is. Um, is that 22-game sample is what the Magic saw enough to invest full-time in Carter? That is certainly a question. That is certainly a, a big, big, big question uh, that the Magic uh, have to a- ask and have to answer at, at this point. You look at all the metrics, all the defensive numbers. Um, Carter does do some really good things. Really good, you know, a solid rebounder, better rebounder by the numbers than I expected. 
um, good at putbacks, good at protecting the paint, but a lot of his other big indicators aren't great. Um, negative, def- negative, uh, you know, uh, negative real plus minus, negative Raptor, negative box plus minus. Some of that certainly a product of, of playing for the Magic and, and being part of a team that isn't winning a lot. Um, his PR was fifth on the team last year at 17.3. He was eighth on the team in box plus minus at minus 1.8 and had zero victories over replacement players. Um, again, how much of that is a product of playing for a bad Magic team that wasn't winning a lot of games? Or how much of that is a product of Wendell Carter you know, not being a, a great player? That's, that's, that's a really good question. Um, personally, I... I I think Wendell Carter is probably best suited as a backup big or spot starter more than a kind of cornerstone starting center. I would love for him to prove me wrong. Um, I think he can be a very, very good player, and, and we just haven't seen him be healthy. Um, you look at his his record, he hasn't played a full season in his career. Um, again, we're going to talk about Mo Bamba here in a little bit, but he hasn't played more than 60 games in any of his three seasons in, in the NBA, and I think that is really concerning. That's going to be part of the equation when you decide whether to invest in him or not. We'll probably touch on this Carter issue a little bit later on in the summer. It was brought up on Monday, obviously, so I wanted to get to it now. But I don't know what the right way to value Wendell Carter is at the moment. Um, it's really, really hard to give him to, to, to assign a numerical value. Um, a lot of people that I was talking to said, oh, he should get Rashawn Holmes money. Rashawn Holmes just got four years, $55 million. Um, is Wendell Carter better than Rashawn Holmes? I think he certainly can be. Um, but right now, is he? Yeah, they're probably about the same level. I maybe I maybe inch Wendell a little bit ahead because of his youth. But again, 55 over four, that's getting you to a little bit more than 13 to $14 million. Uh, the $70 million number that Matt Moore cited gets you to $17.5 million. That's, that's a big number. $17.5 million is about what Jonathan Isaac's getting paid. Is Wendell Carter better than Jonathan Isaac? Um, I know that's an apple. That's not quite an apples to apples uh, comparison, um, especially for for the big man market. But I think we all agree Jonathan Isaac is potentially a lot better player. And certainly, Magic got Jonathan Isaac on a bargain too because of the torn ACL and his injury history. Having said all this, would not surprise me if the Magic do wrap up Wendell Carter uh, again. I don't think it'll happen now. It's too early in the offseason for it to happen. I do think if it's going to happen, it's going to happen late in the summer. Right at that October, right at right at that October deadline to sign rookie extensions, would not surprise me if the Magic let him go through the season and then make their choice during the season. That choice also it lands at the feet of Mo Bamba, and and of course uh, he's entering a contract year as well. We'll talk about what these roster moves mean for Mo Bamba coming up here in just a moment. But first, this episode is brought to you by Rock Auto. With the ever increasing numbers of make and makes and models, it's now impossible for you, for your local chain. Uh, let me let me restart that. Uh, it's now impossible for your local chain auto parts store to stock all the parts you need. Why endure often pointless or seemingly intimidating questioning and wait while the person behind the counter orders the parts on their computer, choosing the only brand their warehouse happens to carry? It's a tongue twister anyway. You're just going to get confused like I did. You have computers with access to rockauto.com at home and in your pocket. You don't need to worry about anything. Save time and money when using Rock Auto. It's a family business serving do-it-yourselfers for more than 20 years. Rock Auto prices are reliably low for every customer. They have everything you can need from brake parts, tail lamps, motor oil, and even new carpet. Go explore their easy-to-use website today to find the solution to your auto part needs. Go to rockauto.com right now and see all the parts available for your car or truck right locked on in there. How did you hear about us, box? So they know we sent you. Amazing selection, reliably low prices, all the parts your car will ever need at rockauto.com. 
The NBA playoffs are right around the corner, and Locked On NBA is here daily to keep you caught up with all the late season drama. Every Monday, Jackson Gatlin rounds up the three biggest stories around the league, helping to break down the NBA playoffs. Mark your calendars to listen to Locked On NBA every Monday to be up to date. Locked On NBA, available on YouTube and wherever you get podcasts. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. So, now that the Magic... You know, they're weighing what to do with Wendell Carter this offseason. And, and I do think Wendell Carter is, has the inside track to be the starting center at the moment, just based off of what we saw last year. Um, and honestly, one of the reasons why the Magic may not re-sign Wendell Carter is what we're going to talk about in this segment. The Magic also adding Robin Lopez. The center position is pretty loaded with, with talent, but a lot of question marks. And the biggest question mark still remains Mo Bamba. I mean, I don't think it's crazy to say. I don't think it's, it's wild to say at this point that the Magic can only sign one of Mo Bamba and Wendell Carter. It would not make sense to sign both the, uh, next offseason or, or at this extension deadline. Um, this is a big year for Mo Bamba. Entering a contract year, um, he's got to prove that, A, he's at least a rotation caliber player, which he has not proven to this point. And the Magic needed a third center. Look, I know people are. some people are saying, like, why did the Magic sign Robin Lopez? They already have Mo Bamba and Wendell Carter. They needed that third center because right now, neither Wendell Carter nor Mo Bamba are reliable to play 82 games. Robin Lopez played all 72 games last year. You're not looking to start him. You hope you're not starting him very much. Um, but he he's durable enough that he will play. Now, of course, we probably would have said the same thing about Alfred Camino, and, and then that happened, but that's neither here nor there. Bamba will get his chances. Uh, I'm not concerned about Bamba getting his chances. If he has improved enough this summer, if he's really taken to this first full offseason that he's had, um, then he will have every opportunity, he will have every chance to be the backup center once again. Um, And potentially, if he plays really well, to challenge for starting minutes. I don't think that's completely out of the realm of possibility. I I would pencil him in as the backup center to start the season. But Bamba's also extremely unproven. Bamba's struggled defensively. He's struggled with basic defensive awareness. And while he has put up good numbers when he's been given minutes, it's really inconsistent. Just because you're putting up numbers does not mean you're playing well. That's a point that I've tried to drive home to people, especially when we talk about this team. There are a lot of garbage stats at the end of the year. Steve Clifford was 100% right. Don't believe your box scores with some of these games. You looked at games like the New Orleans game where Bamba had, I think, 19 points, but the Magic lost by 30. Bamba had a big part in that with how poor he played uh, defensively. So Bamba is, you know, again, the center mix is going to be interesting to watch play out. Again, I do think that Carter has, Carter's the starter at the moment. Um, I don't think that that's changed. Um, There's no reason to believe it's changed. Carter is currently the best center on the roster. Whether Lopez will push Bamba out for the, for the backup role, it might depend on the overall team success. It might depend on how Bamba plays. As John Hammond put, put it on a radio appearance earlier this offseason, it's up to Mo how good he wants to be. It's up to Mo whether he can lock this down. 
Yes, there's a new coach. Yes, there's excitement over new opportunity. And I think Mo, more than anyone else, needed that fresh approach. Steve Clifford, people think that he's a bad development coach. He is not. He's a very good development coach. He's very good to young players. But if you don't have his trust, you do not have his trust. And if you do not have his trust, you do not play. Mo Bamba never had Steve Clifford's trust. And whether you can, we, we certainly can argue whether it was fair or not for Steve Clifford to give him a little bit more leeway and latitude to gain that trust. I think that's perfectly fair to wonder. But Steve, but Mo didn't really earn that trust anyway. I understand why Mo was not in the rotation and why there is certainly some reticence to playing him at certain certain stages. There are certainly some good moments. I'm not saying they're all bad, but Mo's got a lot of work to do, and he has to realize that and he has to understand that. Understand that, and a big part of this season for Mo is just proving that he can play consistently because he hasn't proven that in three years. Again, some of that's not his fault. The injuries were not his fault. COVID was not his fault. The fact that he was a COVID long hauler, not his fault. But there's certainly a lot of questions about where Mo fits into this puzzle. And while Robin Lopez is a perfect signing for this team, the veteran that they needed, the center depth that they needed. That leaves a lot of questions about whether Moe's got a spot and whether Moe will remain the backup center for this team. The center position is really interesting. I don't think it's settled at all. There's no law, uh, There currently is no one the Magic are tied to long-term. And while there's certainly the reporting that Carter might be that guy, the center position is still very, very open in my mind. It's going to be one of the bigger and fast, more fascinating battles that we watch during training camp and throughout the course of the season. That's going to do it for me today, though. I want to thank you all again for listening to today's episode of Locked on Magic. Of course, find me on Twitter. At, you can find us on Twitter at Locked on Magic. Subscribe to the podcast on Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, TuneIn, Himalaya, Google Play, Spotify, Odyssey, and all of the ways you on the podcast to your podcast-enabled listening device. While you're there, check out the Locked on Bets podcast. Betting on the NBA doesn't have to be a guessing game. If you listen to the new Locked on Bets podcast, Hosted by your boy Q and handicapping expert Lee Sterling. Get daily picks, blowout specials, wrong team favorite picks, and Lee Sterling's lock of the day. Follow the Locked on Bets podcast to you, brought to you by betonline.ag, wherever you get podcasts. You can follow me on Twitter at underscore me. Follow the podcast on Twitter at Locked on Magic. And of course, subscribe wherever you download podcasts. You can get the latest on the Orlando Magic, of course, at orlandomagicdaily.com. Follow us there on Twitter at omagicdaily. That's going to do it for me, though. I want to thank you all again for listening to today's episode of Locked on Magic. For Orlando Magic Daily and Locked on Magic, this has been Phil Crossman, right? We'll see you all again next time for another episode of Locked on Magic. Hey, Prime members. You can listen to this Locked On podcast ad-free on Amazon Music. Download the Amazon Music app today.